So how's your Lent coming? Pretty cold so far, right? At least we're getting opportunity for penance. We can offer that up at the beginning of Lent. But the good news is spring is coming. I believe it. We can always remember that Lent uh, means springtime. So we can keep that in mind. This Lent, uh, we are focusing on, for a message series, heart healthy. How do we have a healthy heart this this land. This morning I want to focus on having an open heart. In order for us to have an open heart, it needs to be purified. It needs to be purified of those blocks. What's blocking our heart uh, from receiving God's graces or from listening to Him? In the scriptures, we are reminded in the first reading of the flood and that God purified the earth of sin and filth Forty days was a flood, and then he made a covenant with Noah, his family, all creation. The sign of that covenant is the rainbow. So whenever we see the rainbow in the sky, it should remind us of the Father's promise to us, his love for us. And how did he fulfill that covenant? The most perfect way he fulfilled that was through Jesus Christ, the God-man who came to us. And so... We uh, have the gospel today of the Spirit driving Jesus out into the desert. Now, we're not sure which car the Spirit used, but we, I think it was a Fiat, maybe. Okay, see, I was, I was just seeing if you're awake, if you, if you got that. I know, that was bad, I'm sorry. Okay, so, but Jesus was driven out into the desert by the Spirit. Now, in his divinity, he didn't need this, right? But in his humanity, uh, he did. To show us uh, how to detach ourselves from the ways of the world. So even Jesus did this for 40 days in the desert. He's away from the village, away from all the noise uh, from the cities there. To, why? So he can listen to his Father. So he can listen to the Holy Spirit. He was tempted by Satan, but he overcame the temptations. He showed us how to overcome temptations. So, in our society, what are some ways that uh, it's obvious that when we're, when we're doing something, that we don't want to hear somebody else, that, you know, we're not listening? Well, an obvious way is uh, when we have something like this on, when we put this on, I can't hear anything now, but when we put that on, what's the message that I send to those around me? I'm not listening to you. I'm just listening to my music, or I'm just totally quiet, or I can put on the white noise. It has white noise on here, too. This isn't mine, by the way. But, so, but that's the message it sends. I can't hear you, and I'm not interested in listening to you. What other signs do we have? You know, Apparently, this is a new thing. You can put this in the back of your head, and you can't even tell that person has it. So just go back there. Just goes right in there. Of course, it helps if you have long hair, so you can't see it either. And so you can listen to that. Or you can have something in your ear. You know, just put that device in your ear there. So they see that, and, but they're not sure if it's on. So they're not sure if you're listening to them or not, but you may or may not. So uh, you don't... So I really don't want to listen to you right now. 
Or what about this? We put these in our ears, and they can see that we have these in our ears, but the fact is we still can't hear if someone's talking to us. So those are just some examples. Of course, they can be used for good too, but, but it gives the, uh, the message that I'm not interested in listening to you. I'm just listening to my own stuff right now, what I want to listen to. So what are those things in our life that those messages that we're hearing that can block us from hearing God, from hearing each other, can block us from growing in, in goodness and in, in purity? Well, the obvious examples are the many movies you know, that come out. Most of the movies that come out these days aren't worth seeing, you know, whether it's in a movie theater or at home. But what are we watching? What are we taking in? What's that message that we're getting, that our kids are getting, you know, through that? Of course, the obvious example is, you know, last weekend, Fifty Shades of Grey. That came out. If, if you notice, I didn't say anything about that leading up to the release. I didn't talk about last weekend because I didn't want to give any more credence to it. Of course, I'm talking about it now, but it's after the fact because it was all in the news. But you didn't have to hear from me that, ah, there's nothing, something not right about this movie, about that book, right? Is that, is that good for us to read that, to see that? Does that help us to be better Christians, to grow in purity, to grow in our marriage? Or is it a trap, an enticement through lust that leads us into other avenues? It, af- it affects us what we see. Have it all the TV that's out there, all the messages we get from that, um, or the messages that we're getting uh, according to God's law, or they bring us closer to Jesus, closer to each other, or the music that we listen to. Okay, we may li- like the beat, but what are we singing, actually? And half the time we don't know what we're singing. Like, yeah, well, I don't really care, Father. I, I just like the beat, so don't talk about the lyrics. Don't ruin my favorite song, please. But it is important that we take a look at the stuff that we're listening to and that young people, you know, what, you, what you're listening to as well. Because if lyrics weren't important, then, then why do they have lyrics? They want to get their message across, and they want to be, you to be singing it as well. Um, you know, just for example, uh, recently someone came out to me and said, Father, I, I really like this song. It's a good beat, and uh, my, my kids were listening to it. I, I, I wonder what your opinion I, I mean, I, have you heard this? Is something about coming to the church. You know? Yeah, so, so I'm thinking, okay, good. Something about coming to church, taking me to church. All right, maybe, it's, maybe we can use this. You know, maybe bring people to church. All right, so let's, let's, let's listen to it. So, so she um, had me listen to it. Good beat, I liked it, you know. And um, something about church, all right. But, yeah, there's something not right there. I thought I heard something, hmm, but not totally sure. Well, let's take a look at the lyrics. Okay, well, took a look at the lyrics, brought it up on a computer. Ah, okay. So that's the church he's talking about. He's not talking about the church. He's talking about more his lust, his sin, acting upon that. But, okay, maybe I'm looking into it too much. So let's take, check out the video. So I checked out the video. Oh, not good. Not good. Okay, enough of that. All right, well, maybe still giving it benefit of doubt. Uh, l- let's see what he says, what the true meaning of the song is. 
So he gave an interview to some magazine, checked it out. Ah, okay, so there specifically he states, yes, one of the main reasons, purposes of this is against the Catholic Church, against the Church's teaching. He's blatant about it. And this would be what we singing for past months. Take me to church. But what church are we going to? Do we just, okay, I know we don't have to become hypersensitive to all this stuff, but what are we taking into? What are we singing? What is the, the meaning of that? You know, what's, what's the intention of the artist? Because if lyrics to matter, then why have them? But he's laughing all the way to the bank because a lot of parents think it's about church. The kids like to beat. We like to beat. But what are we singing? What are we taking in with these movies, with these music and lyrics? We have to have a balance, all right? We're not saying can't listen to music, can't watch movies, but, but what is the message behind it? Is it helping us to become a better Christian, to become pure, to become good? Yes, we can engage culture, you know, where it's at, and we should, engage in that conversation. A lot of times it just needs to be untwisted a little bit. They have some parts right. Looking for love. You know, in these movies and and lyrics, looking for truth, for justice. Yes, but sometimes it gets a little twisted there. And As Christians, followers of Christ, we just untwist that. Okay, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper there. That's what the Lord really wants us to do in this Lent. To go deeper. To take a step away from everything. To evaluate it. One of the best um, classes I took in high school was called Critical Thinking. And our teacher got us to take a look at things on a deeper level. Um, what, you know, who is this, uh, this author, this artist, this, um, this producer? What, what are their beliefs? Um, where are they coming from? What's their perspective? And who's financing them? Who's giving them money? So, and what message are they trying to get across? And when we, I didn't take things just at face value, when I pulled away some of the layers, then, you know, became more educated about things. We had to become more educated about what we're taking in because it affects us whether we realize it or not. You know, just like uh, to have a healthy heart, a physical heart, if you're not eating right, you're always eating bad food, if you're not exercising, then that's going to affect your heart over time. And before you know it, you could have a heart attack. Um, but it's not going to happen until later on down the road. But you're still being affected by what you do or not do. The same way in the spiritual sense, what we're taken in or listened to or we're seeing, it's going to have an effect on us, good or bad. What are we taking in? Are we, are we just buying it and they're selling? We're just taking it because we're not thinking about it. Let's bring it to prayer. Have that balance, common sense there. Let's bring it to prayer so that this Lent, who may have an open heart, may take off those, um, those earphones, those spiritual earphones that we're just keeping over our ears, our spiritual ears, and saying, no, I'm not listening. But let's just take those off and say, okay, God, what are you trying to say again? I'm, I'm willing to listen now. But we can only listen if we take those earphones off. We have an open ear, a humble heart, an open heart.